Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. We've spent over 10 years on air shaping a generation of action motorsports, and now we're changing the game again. The best motorsports, the best action sports, and the best of pop culture with some epic guests thrown in. I am Jim Beaver, and this is the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Grab the popcorn. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Uh, this week, this week, what do we have this week? Oh, yeah, we got our good friend Tim Montana. Uh, love having Tim on. It's been, um, been since last year, so we're going to catch up with Tim. Uh, he's got a bunch of tours cranking, things like that. So going to be awesome catching up with him, having him on the show. Uh, find out the uh, latest and greatest from uh, one of the baddest, raddest upcoming musicians in Tim Montana. Uh, not only that, but man, it is the month of May. So what does that mean? Yeah, not this April showers bring May flowers. I'm talking Indy 500, the month of May, the biggest, baddest motorsports event on the planet. I'm not on site this year, unfortunately, but but we're still gonna have coverage. And trust me, man, uh, qualifying was crazy. It's been a wild month of May. It's got me excited for this event. Some crazy blistering speeds. Um, it's, it's just going to be, it's going to be awesome. Got some crazy teasers coming out from Kawasaki. Uh, man, I mean, Brittany and I, we got tons to catch up on, on San hollow and, uh, the side-by-side adventure alley. I know a lot of you turned it, tuned into our, our podcast last week. Uh, definitely had some great guests. Go and check that out if you haven't already. Um, you know, it was some really good content. We teased some of our shenanigans that we're going to talk about this week. So yes, lots to catch up on lots of news. I mean, we've got, uh, just stuff from all across the board in the world of motorsports to uh, bring you guys in the loop on, uh, mainly because we were doing the side-by-side thing last week. So, uh, yeah, uh, we've got a lot there. And uh, thank you guys for all the feedback you've been doing on social media. Man, it's it's been awesome um, to hear, you know, you guys are liking the format of the show, kind of changing it up after 10, 11 years on air. And uh, stoked uh, that you guys are enjoying uh, what we're putting out there once a week or twice a week or However many times we decide to do it. But, uh, yeah, we're going to take a short commercial break. We come back. It's going to be swinging right here with Tim Montana on the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show. 
General Tire delivers for whatever life brings your way. General Tire's Grabber X3 all-season mud terrain tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Conditions off the pavement are always changing. So why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Thanks for listening to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on Sirius XM, on AM FM networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to JimBeaver15.com for all the details. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and our, am I safe to say this, Brittany? Tim is family at this point. Tim Montana, welcome to the show. No cousin, yeah, right? Family, he counts. Yeah, Tim counts his family. <laughs> he sometimes don't get they, us in trouble again. Yeah, sometimes I say like my my very good friend or this and that. Britt's like they're not really your very good friend. Oh, there I go. I just screwed it up. Bleep. We're 24 seconds in, and I just had to bleep myself. No cussing because Tim and I, last time Tim was on, we literally got in trouble with FCC. There was too many S-bombs or F-bombs, and literally we got in trouble with the federal government. So Let them know I mailed that check. I don't know if they've not seen it with my, you know, uh, 
my tax payment as well. I mailed it with that. So I don't know what happened. So UPS is just, you know, USPS are way behind us this time of year. So yeah, it's fine. Well, checks the, in the mail. Yeah. Checks in the mail. No, it was a first offense. So they're just like, yeah, whatever. Don't do it again. So I will say if I'm going to have a first offense with anything, I'm glad it was with Tim Montana. Yeah. Heck yeah. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. We've been adventuring and uh, having a lot of fun. Kind of like you, I think at this point, uh, what you've been, yeah you've been cranking i you've you've had like you had your tour and then you have like a tour after the tour i can't even keep up with all the dates you're playing man yeah we are back to work uh running full speed but you know what is as tired as i get and burned out as i get it's good to be back to work so but we came yeah we got we did uh our first headlining tour out west and then we went out with Co Wetzel, big act, uh, Texas guy. And then now we're going out with Aaron Lewis. We start this week with a whole string of dates with him. So we just keep doing it. Yeah. How how was it to headline your very first tour? I mean, that that's a pretty big deal, dude. How how was the fan feedback? How was that? That's I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. It was great. It was great. You know, we did small clubs. We're not you know uh, packing out massive places but you know there was a lot of places we'd never played Folsom California and we sold out the club you know a couple hundred people showed up so it's pretty cool to see that you know the music starting to grow and you know not depending on these cool bands to sell the tickets for us I was like we don't need ZZ Top you can keep Kid Rock we're coming with our own thunder I'm just kidding I love both those guys but yeah <laughs> That's I don't know. To me, that's awesome. I know we we had some friends that uh, popped into uh, the Colorado show. They were blown away. They said it was the most fun they had in quite some time. I know you hung out with them a little bit afterwards. Appreciate that. But they were, you know, we Britt and I had some ideas to go out and hit a hit a venue or two, and we just honestly had so much going on we weren't able to. But everybody I've heard from said it was a riot, man. Yeah, yeah, our shows are about the most fun you can have with your pants on, and you can enjoy them with your pants off as well. We don't care the venue might, but we don't judge. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so you you just mentioned a couple of tours you were on though, but uh, you what you were with Billy Fitzgibbons for a couple uh, shows too, right? Yeah, we've got actually we have some ZZ Top dates this summer, but Billy and I just did a show Friday at Tennessee Music and Motorcycle Revival at Loretta Lynn's in Hurricane Mill, Tennessee, and it was great because he asked my band to essentially back him up and be ZZ Top. So it was funny because my band was stressing out, you know. And when we did rehearsal, we were going to rehearse in my garage and run the set, and the air conditioning was out. So Billy, you know, doing this 55 years, said, let's just talk through it at the table. My band was not excited to do that because they wanted to get some reps in, you know. But they just talked through it. Billy goes, it'll be fine. He left. And, of course, everyone was having an anxiety attack right up to showtime. And they played the show. And I was so proud of them because uh, I came out at the end as a guest with Lee Bryce. And, uh, but the band played the whole set with them. And they sounded great, man. And they played all those easy top hits. And I was so proud of them. So it was really fun. Was this before or after the tequila? Because I know Kyle likes his tequila. I think he had about four shots of tequila before and about 14 after. Only four before. I'm kind <laughs> yeah, of... that sounds we... about right. He was right on schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we got home at 2 a.m. And I was like, I am the bus driver. And we it was our first run. And I bought Charlie Sheen's uh, 99 Prevost XL. His tour bus it was his dressing room for two and a half men and all that. And it was the first run in that. I had my CDL, and I didn't really do the math on hours. And I'm like, wait, we're home at 2 a.m. We're going to Charlotte, North Carolina. There's a time change. Oh, my God, we have to wake up at, like, 7. 
So then we drove all the way to Charlotte the next day, and that was horrible because the air conditioning went out. But uh, yeah, rock and roll, baby. It's all part of it. Yeah, you. <laughs> I just laughed. Charlie Sheen's bus. I mean, I feel like there's some expectations that come along with that bus, and I and I and I go, Tim, you're married with kids. I know some of those expectations aren't going to be fulfilled, at least by you. Right, right. Well, the band, you know, they can do some <laughs> stuff in there, but you know. The party ain't over yet. <laughs> did, did you plastic wrap the seats at least? They've been cleaning. I'm washing some additional cushions in the back because he had a little couch in the back lounge, and we had to take it out to put bunks in because, you know, I don't need a, a, a swingers club on the highway. I need a functional tour bus. <laughs> so I deleted the big red fluffy couch and put bunks in there. But I kept the big red fluffy couch, so now I'm ripping yes. Washing the couch covers, and I'm going to put it in my rehearsal studio and see what Mrs. Montana's up to when she gets home. You know what I'm saying? Hey, now. Hey, now. Child number five. Let's go. Rock and roll, baby. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Casting couch just popped right into my oh, head. Man. Trying to keep it PG. All right. <laughs> yep. I, I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like that couch, that's one that you got to go to the grave with that thing at this point. I mean, you've got Charlie Sheen's couch. Like, that – that has to stay with you regardless, yeah. man. Like, I feel like that's one of those. And, and, you know, and if you never make it as a musician, that can always go on eBay, right? You know, I got Charlie Sheen's couch. So, like, right. last-ditch effort, if you're ever dead broke, you can always sell Charlie's couch. Yeah. Yeah, the couch, the bus to go with it, yeah. you know. There's a uh, – yeah, even I, I hung out with Dennis Quaid, the actor, and uh, he was like, dude, that's extensively. And I'm like, I have a feeling there's a lot of Hollywood bad boys with a party on this exact bus. That's, you know, that could be a coffee table book in itself, right? Stories from Charlie Sheen's bus. Um, yeah. It's Charlie Sheen's couch. That's it. <laughs> and yeah, it exactly. Signatures from everybody that's ever had a story, and it's up to them what they want to uh, what they want to put forward as far as everything, nothing, or just the signature. Yeah. Well. I will say, Tim, I, we we got to give Charlie a little credit here because I know we're making jokes since Charlie Sheen, so you kind of kind of make jokes. But you and Charlie are really good friends. He's been good to you. I know he's. you say behind the scenes, like, he's amazing with your kids. You said he's just salt of the earth, like, just a downright nice guy, right? Oh, dude, he's fantastic. Um, I never knew him when he was partying. I think he's been sober six, seven years now, something like that. So, yeah, he wrote and directed my music video, most of the film, that also kind of led to me getting my first record deal. And then he, you know, gave me an insane deal on this. Um, and he just been a great friend and a good guy. And I went and had lunch with him recently in Malibu with him and his son. And it's funny, you know, knowing the old Charlie Machine. And then, not that I knew him, but just like the world knew him. And then seeing him, you know, now he's just a dad that has his kids and, you know. And just such a funny guy and witty, and you can see why he's such a giant actor. He's just got that personality. So, and if he could get sober, God, there's hope for the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know that I'm signing up for that anytime soon, though. Um, just, just saying. <laughs> no, we're we're still in the whole off the wagon thing, right? Like Street Bike Tommy's been doing amazing, and we're like so proud of you, dude. But uh, we're gonna stay on this side for now. I joined Street Bike Tommy's team, guys. Hate to ruin the party. I heard that. I heard that. So how's that going? I mean, I, I think when you're on tour, you've got to, though, to an extent, right? you got to keep it in check just to be able to do all the shows and play night after night like you're doing? Yeah, I had voice uh, voice surgery and voice problems. And the doctor's like chewing and alcohol and not sleeping. 
and then getting my CDL and driving the bus and the schedule. I'm like, I honestly don't know how a hangover would have worked into that schedule. It's like, it's almost impossible to do without one. So I just kind of hung it up. I'm about three months in. I'm not in forever, but every now and again, it's good to kind of check yourself. Well, you wreck yourself, but yeah, I'm feeling great. Getting uh, crushing a lot of business. Well, 25 pounds is like, yeah, the whiskey puts it on you. So, but hey, it's not forever. I'll be back, okay? Just you know I'm taking a little break, making sure I can do it. All right. Well, we are going to take a short commercial break. When we come back, we're going to have more Tim Montana after this, right here on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardo. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can and start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Dig what you're hearing? Well, do us a favor. Head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and catch all of our back episodes. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. We got our boy Tim Montana 
Uh, talking about getting back on the horse, I guess uh, off the horse right now, going to get back on the horse, uh, but uh, we're proud of you, buddy. I mean, that's uh, – I, I, how has this last year been for you? I mean, last time we caught up, I mean, I just feel like things just continue. I'm watching, like, this this rocket ignite, and I feel like, you know, the, the fuse has been lit, and it's slowly starting to lift off, and the thrusters are getting ready to kick in, but it's like every single time we catch up, you know, I know we text quite a bit, things like that, but I just feel like I, I'm watching this trajectory, man. You got to be stoked on the way things are going. Yeah, man, we're touring more than ever, working more than ever. Got a movie coming out in June. They just released a trailer today, Murder at Yellowstone City. Um, took up acting in Western movies during quarantine, and all those things that I've done and kind of been quiet about are starting to come out at the same time that we're promoting this EP that's out that's doing really well called American Dream. Or called Reno, sorry. It's got the song American Dream we're promoting right now. But yeah, man, tour's cranking up, and we're uh, moving, shaking, and just onward and upward, baby. Let's go. Yeah, you know, and I know there's a bunch of new music. It's funny because some of this stuff, like I heard last year, you'd kind of shared some of it with me. You know what I mean? In, in private, you know, and I listened to it. And I'm like, man, this is really good. This stuff's starting to hit, you know. And it's almost like you, you know, you you've got quite a bit that's starting to roll out now. Uh, you know, that being said, I mean, yeah. you know, what, what's it take to fill an album? I mean, obviously, you've been writing this stuff for – I know some of this stuff is almost a year old at this point that's starting to release now. But, I mean, there's a process that goes into this, right? Yeah, well, you know, they they say the best advice I've ever got on songwriting is write 100 songs and you might have one hit in there. And, you know, you just – so many friends of mine I circulate songs to and then they get bummed out. Well, this song's not on the album. This song's not on the album. And I'm like, guys, I write as much as possible. And then you spin that down and you send that to your record label and your publisher and your manager. Everybody kind of weighs in. And, of course, everyone has an opinion. Sorry, it's pouring rain. I'm going to walk inside real quick. Um, but, yeah. Is that long? Um, but, yeah, so you have so many different people you run your songs through and then you just kind of narrow that list down and then come up with uh, what you believe is your best foot forward and then put it out and then ultimately the listener decides. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a whole process for sure. Yeah, so uh, I guess what's next for you? You you home in Nashville now at all or, or what's uh, what's things look like for you the next uh, month too? I know you got a bunch of stuff cranking up. Yeah, I'm here for a few days right now. I leave actually tomorrow night got Aaron Lewis in, I think, Lincoln, Nebraska. Then we're in Jefferson City, Missouri. Then I'm going to Pastrana Land uh, to play a private show for Memorial Day. Then we jump on the Lee Bryce tour for three shows. Then we got ZZ Top. Then we're back on Aaron Lewis um, and just riding it all the way into fall. And I told my agent, I'm like, I'm going hunting this year. I'm going outside. I've got to take a – got to fill them freezer full meat, bud. You know, get that outdoor itch in. That's kind of my piece. But, yeah, we're going to be running the highways hard this year. So – you still got the place up in Montana too, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, when was the last time you got up there, man? I got to feel like it's been, you got, you spend most of your time in Nashville, right? Uh, I spend most of my time on the highway, but, uh, uh, God, the last 60 days, like my wife did the math, I've been home about six days. So, you know, trying to spend as much time with the kids as I can. And then I get home and she's on a business trip. So now it's just jump back into dad role but uh we're gonna we were in montana in february filming and then we're building a family lodge up there right now so we try to bounce back and forth balance our time between nashville montana and then the road so 
Bob. You know, the road's where we spend most of our time. Well, I'm I'm hoping we've got uh, got a UTV for you here in the next uh, week or two. I, I, you know, so you can take that up no to way. Montana and go send this thing. You know, the the real unicorn here, <laughs> the mythical yes. UTV. Yeah, the one we've been working on uh-huh. like six months at this point. I think Jim stole it. He just want, needed a replacement. So he's like, hey, dude, I'll customize your rig. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I sold no, all mine. No, we just took the corner off of it. <laughs> yeah, we needed a bumper off it, so we just told you we were going to rebuild it. Anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, what, what you don't understand is, is when I made the eBay joke earlier, that was just your general. I was like, I've got Tim Montana's general. I put it up there with a premium price tag and sold it. You just don't know, man. I, I profited <laughs> off of you. <laughs> Cut me in. Send me a check. <laughs> yeah, no title, no nothing. I just, I, I just sent the thing on its way. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't wait to get that thing, man. Thank you again for doing that. No, I'll make you proud. I'll do something wild in it. I'm sure it'll end up on social media, and someone will ask me to delete it because it's too crazy. Yeah, I think the biggest thing we're waiting. No, on we right want to be there for it, though. Yeah, we want to be there. This, this one. Yeah, you got to be there. Yeah, we got to be there when you're going to send this thing. So. Um, after you send it, maybe we'll get you back to drinking whiskey at least for a night. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh man, well, I guess uh, before we let you go, man, what else is uh, what else is cranking? Obviously, uh, you got a bunch of shows coming up. You're you're there. Uh, you know, uh, you got TV coming out, man. I don't know what else is going on in Tim Montana's world, buddy. Um, I think that's it. Tour, tour, tour. Learning about owning a tour bus, which is not fun. <laughs> You know, that rule about leasing it, I understand now. I'm just like, oh, my God, how much is that? Just, you know, 20 grand. Oh, cool. That's great. Um, so, yeah, so I'm learning about that. And, uh, yeah, I'm just touring and check out the new EP. We released a music video that I actually filmed at my mom's wedding for American Dream, which is pretty funny. Um, she was pretty upset about it, but now she's she's a good sport. So, yeah. I'm like, Mom, I'm making gonna a say, whole Did you tell her or you just filmed it? I just rolled up with a camera crew and told her I was going to film it for her. And then I, all of a sudden it showed up in a music video and she's like, really? And all of her church people are there. <laughs> I'm talking about mom's fourth wedding. I, I came up with her. My buddy did uh mom only gets married a fourth time once. So we made t-shirts. <laughs> she was trying to hide them at her wedding. <laughs> well, what's funny about this is I went and watched the music video and I went and I was like, man, this, I, I didn't know that you had you had done that because I was like this the production quality on this thing was like was like this looks authentic this looks real now I come to find out it is real which makes it even that much funnier like I did not know when I watched it that that was actually real I thought it was just staged but I'm like man you oh, did a hell of a job staging thought it was actors and stuff yeah that that's kind of most of it I thought I was like man this is this is really good staging by Tim didn't realize that was the real thing. Yeah, that was the actual wedding, and just we just rolled the cameras, and we didn't tell anyone to do anything. There was no stand here, stand there. And then I went up and cut some performance, me walking out of the outhouse. You got to remember that property's been off the grid forever. We moved into that trailer in 1990, and it was lanterns, candles. So it was an off the grid property in the middle of nowhere, Montana, just north of Butte. We rolled up the cameras and just had people do their thing, did the wedding, recorded it, and then I had a great editor, Rick, uh, down in Texas, put it all together, and uh, bam, put the video out, and it's doing really crushing it on YouTube right now. So, yeah, 
How? They can't buy authenticity. No, you definitely can't. That video is proof of that. How, how important is YouTube for, for music videos now? I mean, you know, I grew up as a kid, and, you know, and there was obviously that was when there was a thing called MTV that played something other than ridiculousness and reality TV. You know, but even, the, you know, yeah. there was so many different, you know, places to watch music videos on TV, and now it's pretty much I feel like YouTube's about it. That and, what, Facebook, right? YouTube's the number one uh, music platform in the world. Over Spotify, over Apple Music, everything. It's where, and it's weird thinking that. I'm like, what? But like, people just put on, even in their car, they put on YouTube and lyric videos, music videos, just the the, the music. So it's crazy knowing that. Um, so then I try to service that a lot, and we're growing really well on on YouTube with subscribers, and because we put out, I love music videos. I've always been a fan of just visuals that help tell your story of the song. So between mostly Stone and Hillbilly Rich and all these videos I've done. And they've done really well. You know, all those got millions of views with not a lot of subscribers and no money behind it, just organically. So, yeah, YouTube's been great for me. Hey, that's crazy because, I mean, has it made it easier or harder for musicians? Because it used to be you'd have to get your, your, you know, your song played on all kinds of different, you know, AM, FM networks. You try to get it on, you know, whether, whether it was CMT, MTV, any of these, you try to get your videos played there. Now, I guess YouTube's kind of a one-stop shop, right? I mean, has it made it easier or harder as a musician? Um, for me, I think it's made it easier. Um, a lot of folks struggle with it, but I, mean, like, I don't know. Everybody has their different struggles, but I don't know. I've just seen a great connection there for me and I'm really good at visuals and stuff, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I love putting videos on there and seeing what they do and how they roll out. You know, like we did, we put all this money in, not a ton of money, but we shot this video at Pastrana and I think it would go, it would go haywire, you know, with everybody doing their stunts and all that. Yeah. And it did great. It had a few hundred thousand views, but then we spent $1,500 and filmed the music video of me sitting in front of a, an abandoned barn right by my mom's ranch in Montana and it had like two and a half million views and all in South America with no budget behind it. I just love seeing how weird things no, not weird things. It just takes off in different markets. So in South America, that song connected and that video especially connected. And you can go where, why, how, and it's just like it just connected and it works. So I get so many messages. If you look at my social media, you'll see so many comments in Spanish because Stronger Than You went viral in South America. So it's interesting being able to reach the world, but no one also has a crystal ball to tell you, tell you how to do it. You just kind of got to roll with it and see what happens. So that's that's such the case with social media though right i mean you can anything on social you can throw it up and think oh man i'm gonna get a ton of likes on instagram on this and a bunch of comments and then it's crickets and you throw something completely stupid up and then it's like a thing goes viral right right yeah like us when we shaved my buddy's legs the other night that's went bonkers on the internet you see that one <laughs> no i didn't i missed that <laughs> I did, yeah, but buddy, I just assumed I was with... it was you. <laughs> I didn't even put two and two together. It was someone else. I saw it on your feed, my and buddy. I was like, oh, there Tim goes again. Yeah, my buddy passed out, and when he gets drunk, he passes out. Like You could detonate an explosive next to him. He won't move or roll over. So we were uh, doing a Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. We were playing a show for that. <laughs> it was me, Lee Bryce, Michael Ray, Jared Neiman, all kinds of things. He passes out. We cut his pants off. We cut him into shorts. And we're going to cut fringe up so he looked like a fringy little skirt. And then we went ahead and shaved his legs with shaving cream and then got the electric razor there. And he woke up and was like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Silky smooth legs and baby dukes. 
Oh, man, and do I have a uh, story along with this, Tim. But uh, you know what? It is break time, so we got to take a short commercial break. Uh, but we do have Tim Montana. <laughs> We're going to continue down this path, probably talking some hair removal and uh, a whole lot more. But uh, we got that coming up after the break. So definitely don't want to go anywhere. Uh, and uh, please, uh, while you're at it, uh, head over to Twitter, at JimBeaver15, at BCardone15. Let us know what you think. If you got any guests, uh, su- you know, guest questions, hit us up. We'll be back after this on the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. General Tire offers a wide variety of options that are designed to deliver for whatever life brings your way. Whether you have a truck, car, or SUV, General Tire delivers for whatever you drive. From the long-lasting all-season Altimax RT43 to the aggressive all-terrain Grabber ATX, General Tire covers on-road performance, off-road capability, and durability. General Tire delivers. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Conditions off the pavement are always changing. So why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at GSPXTV.com today. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Thanks for listening to the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on Sirius XM, on AM FM networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to JimBeaver15.com for all the details.
And welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. We got Tim Montana standing by. We're going to jump back into that interview here in a minute. Uh, but uh, did want to uh, mention before we do, yes, at Jim Beaver 15, at Cardone 15 on Twitter. That's where we take questions for the show. Love to hear that listener feedback. Boom. Head over to Twitter. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. And you know what? If you're on Apple Podcasts, hit the subscribe button because we do do a long-form version of this show. It's cut. It's trimmed for SiriusXM, but you want the long-form version? Only place to get it is in the podcast world. So subscribe to our RSS feed wherever you get your podcasts. And, Tim, I know before the break we were talking about bodily hair removal, and I got a story for you, brother. I know uh, this is probably about 10 years ago. I had a buddy who had full, like, carpet chest hair, and uh, we filmed a video. This is, like, an infancy of, like, when social media is really starting to explode. And he, we literally took a bunch of wax and waxed his chest. We literally got one strip out, and uh, he about went through the freaking roof. But uh, what what is the uh, 40-year-old virgin when the guy goes through the roof? Like, literally, we my buddy did that. Well, Tim did that, too, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I did that as well. I had my whole front laughs it was horrible like honestly the worst thing i've ever done in my life yeah like, that was like the first five minutes i met you you were bringing up that story yeah it's yeah yeah there's a video on youtube of that of yeah it's like tim montana chest waxing it was i thank god that salon was empty because i yelled that i still feel bad about but when they ripped that chest hair out oh my god and then like around your stomach and if you're hairy like me like that does not feel good at all <laughs> So I will say, Brittany and I normally have uh, a game, and I've cussed once in this show, and you've cussed once, and I'm taking the timestamps. But I laugh, but normally it's if we uh, if we cuss or we say a certain word, we've got a drink. So if you're drinking right now, you and I'd be taking whiskey shots. It's just it's part of the rules. So I, I've got an IOU for a whiskey shot with Tim Montana right now. Did I cuss again? <laughs> Twice, actually. He missed one, too. I got it. Oh, Britt got it. So Man, that FCC bill is going to get – get big i know right <laughs> he'll be like just just add it to my tabs it's fine <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny it, it, yeah is there a such thing as bad publicity i don't know <laughs> uh good thing mm-hmm. youtube's working for you because amfm networks won't <laughs> <laughs> oh man well, I one I got a couple questions before we go though, man. I know you're uh, I know you're busy. You're at home. I uh, you know hanging out with the kids, stuff like that. We're gonna see you. Uh, you we're gonna see you at Sturgis. Got anything lined up for Sturgis yet? I do. I can't announce where it is um, yet. We're going to announce the next week or two. We're definitely be at Sturgis. Um, the other tour we're gonna do this summer is the Travis Tritt and Lewis a few dates with them. Um, but yeah, definitely gonna be in Sturgis. I don't know what show yet we haven't announced it yet but we're up there for sure so ah, nice. i feel like that's a just demographic tailor-made for you man yeah yeah we make bikers for or we make bikers we make music for bikers to fornicate to that's what my mom always said you know uh-huh. well that's they could be worse right <laughs> yep oh man well, Tim, I know you're busy, buddy, but uh, always fun catching up, uh, loving all the new music you're cranking out and everything else, and uh, you know, looking forward to uh, hanging out with you. I think Britt and I are going to be in Nashville sometime in June, and I looked at your website, and it uh, looks like you, you're actually open right around that time, so hopefully we can hang out in Nashville at some point. Yeah, man. Sounds like a plan. You know you're always welcome, so we'll have to do a radio show live from the deck. we got this new deck rocking. Oh, we, uh, it's consider it done. Let's do it. We'll lock it in. And, uh, See? what you got, Britt? 
I was just going to say that's where I'm holding my questions for. Yeah. <laughs> On the deck with some. Yes, money. that. But we that will be the biggest FCC violation of all time. I, I feel like I feel like we need to get your wife in on this though. Me, Brittany, you, and your wife. All, uh, all, all four on air. I think that would be a riot because she's going to get. We get this one version of Tim, but I feel like she's going to completely throw you under the bus so hard in certain ways. Oh, she would love to burn me on a radio show. She loves that. Yeah. Oh, this- know, anytime people interview her, I'm just like, oh god, put seatbelt on. She's got all the good stories. Oh, this is this is happening. June, count on it, listeners. We're going to do this. So, uh, uh, Tim, man, uh, yep. we'll, we'll catch up soon, buddy. Hopefully, I've got a, a UTV to deliver to you here in the next couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, buddy, uh, take care. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for having me. All right, buddy. And boy, oh boy, does Tim Montana not disappoint. Uh, yeah, I love that guy. Uh, looking forward to uh, hanging out with him very, very soon. Uh, become one of my really, really good friends, man. We got uh, It's crazy in this industry. I've been doing this, what, 11, 12 years? Been racing for 20, 41 now. I hate to age myself, but uh, been racing since I was, what, 20 years old, maybe? And, uh, yeah, 19, 20, something like that, you know, spent a ton of, you know, I, I grew up in this industry though. So it wasn't like I was new, um, you know, and I had friends, met some people and, and they become family and, uh, you know, started this radio thing back in, into 2011. Um, so it puts us, uh, what, uh, 10, 11 years on air now. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's one of those things you meet people, you interview people, some of them become uh, close and you get them reoccurring guests and, uh, you know, and, and for whatever reason, some you just, you know, hit it off with. And, you know, obviously Street Bike Tommy, you know, has been on the show a long time. He kind of introduced uh, us to Tim. Um, he ended up going up to Dirtfish with Tim and just a, a rad guy. And uh, I've done a couple of projects with him and hung out and, you know, and it's just funny how truthfully I, I i start looking back and i run this through and i know uh britney's going to be coming on in hour number two and we'll probably ju- dive more into this um you know but yeah she's going to be back on but it's one of those where it's i look at it and i go okay so i started out i had no ties to anybody and this is how this works and i we talk about networking and things like that this is like this is literally case in point how do we get to tim montana right so i meet jolene I actually I don't meet her. Um, I was cc'd on an email with a sponsor, and I got her contact through that. They needed advice on a helmet or something. We're talking ten years ago, um, and uh, yeah, so cc'd on an email, and I have her email address. She ended up uh, doing a backflip, something I can't remember what it was. I was like, I want to. Oh, she ran the pro two when she crashed uh, there, at Chicagoland, and I was like, I want to get Jolene on the show, right? Uh, so I reach out uh, via email, and she's like, yeah, I'll come on the show, you know, whatever. So, you know, hit it off, and, uh, you know, and then, like, literally six, eight months goes by, and I reach out again say, hey, you want to come back on the show? And she's like, yeah, I'll do it. I had a good time, right? And so she comes on the second time and end up uh, getting her cell number after that, you know what I mean, and uh, stay in contact. Then, uh, you know, she's going to be in Phoenix at, like, Nitro Circus. Uh, so I, uh, I, you know, I, I reach out and say, Hey, you're going to be at Nitro Circus, you know, love to finally meet you in person or whatever. After all these radio interviews, She's like, Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Here's backstage passes, whatever. So Nitro goes off and texting with her and everything, go backstage, hang out, meet street bike Tommy at that time. Right. Uh, Tommy, Tommy's there and, and meet street bike Tommy. So don't really get to know street bike Tommy, but I meet him. You know what I mean? In passing, whatever, you know, cool dude. Um, he was playing grand theft auto in the RV at the time. So uh, fast forward a couple years, and, you know, Jolene and I become really good friends. And so uh, um, reach out and, uh, 
and say, hey, I'm doing this thing called Terracross, and they need another female racer. You're interested in doing it. It's racing UTV. So I remember racing UTV, never even driven one. Well, she'd done a little bit of Pastrana. I was like, yeah, come out. So she comes out. Anyways, we ended up traveling for a couple years together doing Terracross. Well, in that time, uh, we were doing a big activation, or we had a big event there at, uh, in Minnesota. And so, uh, you know, Street Bike Tommy's got a sponsor who's, uh, who's got something at Heydays as well. So he comes out, end up partying, hanging out with Street Bike Tommy, meet him. So, uh, you know, and really get to hang out, get his digits, uh, you know, and he and I become buddies after, after having a few beers and some drinks together and stuff like that. So all is good, right? You know, and so Tommy and I are, you know, and we've done a pr- few projects. He becomes family on the radio show, hang out, you know, when we get a chance from the same place, stuff like that. So he calls and goes, hey, I got this project with this, uh, this singer named Tim Montana. He's buddies with Travis Pastrana and stuff like that. So, okay, what do we got? Well, Black Rifle Coffee's involved and, um, you know, and stuff like that. So fly up a year, year and a half ago up to Dirtfish. Hanging out at Dirtfish, Tim Montana. Uh, meet him, hang out with Tim, you know what I mean? So fast forward, like Tim and I become friends because we're hanging out, we're drinking beer, you know, driving our alley cars, not at the same time. Um, you know, and then I hang out with him at Sturgis and, uh, you know, hang out with him at the Kid Rock concert and he gets his backstage passes. Working on a project with him with his, uh, you know, with his UTV right now and getting that thing built out so he can just send it, jump it, stuff like that. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things where, now, you know what I mean? Tim's become family. Tim and I are working on projects. So you fast forward and, and you talk, you hear all this stuff about networking. And I know people all the time. I get hit up all the time. And I know this is racing. If you're listening to this, I don't care what you've got a business, you know, you, you're an ad executive and you're trying to sell ads, right? It, you know, if you've, uh, you know, if you're a racer and you're listening to this show and, uh, you know, you're an action sports athlete and you want to know how to get sponsors. Um, you know, I, if you're, you know, a car salesman or you're some kind of salesman and you want to sell more product, everybody wants to sit back. They want to cold call. They want to email. They want to do stuff like that. And yes. And granted my original reach out to Jolene to start this story was in fact, kind of, well, it was kind of a cold call. Not really. Cause we kind of had mutual friends or something like that, but you know, it's one of those where I say this time and time again, I'm like, get out of your chair, get off your phone. Go to a bar, go to an event, go to a trade show, go to church. You got to network. You got to meet people. You got to shake hands. You got to kiss babies. You got to give hugs. You got to shoot the bull with people. Like literally, I think we've in this day and age become so like digitally dependent. It's all about that screen and that that phone in your pocket and your iPad and your laptop. Like I, I'm telling you. You know, COVID killed it, right? I mean, it, everybody had to stay at home, and it was all about digital. Yes, there was a period of time lasted for me about a month. Some people lasted two years. But there was a time where we didn't really, you know, we, we were dependent on that. And I still am, man. But I'm telling you, you want to get business on whatever you're doing. I don't care what you're doing. You know, um, you, you've got to get out there. You've got to meet people. That's where... Real business, real networking, real communication happens. It's crazy. We talk about, you know, I, I was, I just don't even get like this whole digital dating Tinder thing now. It's like, to me, like go out to a bar, meet somebody, say what's up. Like, I, I don't get like, it, to me, it's just this severe, severe disconnect, you know, and, and I don't like where the world is going, where it's all digital dependent. Everything's about text messages and, and DMs and you know, and in emails. And I'm like, man, what is going on here? I like that human to human contact. I like to meet people. I like to look them in the eye. I like to tell stories. I like to hear them laugh. I like to cheers. I like to have a beer. I like to tell jokes. I like to bust their balls a little bit. You know what I mean? Like to me, 
That's great. And, and trust me, I mean, digital version of Busting Balls memes, I love memes. I, I subscribe. My Instagram is all about memes. I subscribe to more meme feeds than I actually do, I think, real uh, feeds that I should be watching. But what I'm saying is, is like, seriously, you got to get out. You got to network. You got to meet people. And uh, I really think that's whether you're looking to, to date somebody, like I said, sell more ads, get sponsors, get you know, whatever you're trying to do, like, you know, it's, you know, you just got to meet people, man. Get out, uh, you know, and, and enjoy the world. Adventure a little bit. You know, that's what Brittany and I talk about in the show. You know, in the second half of the show, it's kind of become our adventures together, right? Get out. Live. General Tire says GT delivers, L-I-V-E, all in caps, delivers. Man, get out and live, people. That's what's up. That's, you know, it, it's so much more enjoyable than staring at that, you know, that screen that, that glows right in front of your face, you know. Uh, instead of looking at pictures of something, go out and actually see what that something is. Anyways, rant over, and uh, we are going to take a short commercial break. Come back. We're going to wrap up hour number one. And uh, hour number two, got a lot of shenanigans to come right here on the show. Once again, you want to chime in, it's at Jim Beaver 15 at bcardone 15 on Twitter. Uh, you know, obviously we're on Instagram and Facebook as well, but you want to get questions or something asked in the show, that's going to be the best place for you to do it is at Jim Beaver 15 and at bcardone 15 So, yes, that being said, going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back to wrap hour number one up right here on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124-800-209-6124-800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. 
NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812 800-215-6812 That's 800-215-6812 Did what you're hearing? Well, do us a favor. Head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and catch all of our back episodes. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. And uh, we are going to be wrapping up hour number one here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, you're going to get uh, nationally some uh, nice news bites at the top of the hour. And then uh, those of you tuning in online, yeah, you're not going to get any of that. Um but, yeah, what are we going to talk about in hour number two? Well, I do have a Dirt Fisher Hour report for you guys. That'll be kicking things off. But hour number two, man, um, <laughs> we got some fun. We got some fun. So the racing important stuff that we're going to be talking about, obviously Indy 500, it's month of May. We're going to be talking about that, the crazy speeds. Uh, probably talk a little bit about the uh, Monaco GP. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have Monaco GP. we got the side-by-side adventure alley that Brittany and I were at. we got a ton of shenanigans to talk about that. Also talk about the industry. We've got some Kawasaki teasers. Oh, yeah, Ken Block. He dropped his Pikes Peak car, and Ken Block took a win in his Hyundai. So uh, we got that to talk about. And, uh, I don't know, we got some other fun stuff as well. Um, all kinds of shenanigans going on. So if, uh, if you want to chime in on uh, any of the stuff that Brittany and I have going in on, uh, trust me, there's going to be a lot of it. It is at Jim Beaver 15 at B Cardone 15 on social media. And uh, once again, I just want to thank all the kind words. Those of you on Twitter have been uh, chiming in saying about the show. Uh, it's really, really pretty, pretty freaking rad. And I got to give a shout out to my boys, Blake Reynolds and, uh, and Michael Guest, uh, both of them killing it in the Coca-Cola iRacing eNASCAR series. And uh, we are continuing to lead the Team Owners Championship standings. Yes, that is right. Team Owner Championship standings, uh, continuing to lead that. And uh, it's been kind of humbling, man. These boys killing it. Guest had another top three. Uh, General Tire, you know, next level racing. And uh, we got Big Green Egg on board. Uh, Big Green Egg, thanks for the new package that you just sh- shipped out. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, it, you know, we're just killing it. It's humbling to see our name atop, you know, Roush Fenway, Stuart Haas, 23XL, um, you know, Chip. You know, it, it's just, you know, JGR, Joe Gibbs. It's like, man, there's these amazing 
amazing motorsports teams, and somehow our little team is up at the top of the standings and uh, killing it. So a big shout-out to my boys, Michael Guest, Blake Reynolds. Give them a follow on Twitter, man. They're killing it in the eNASCAR series. And, uh, yeah, we're going to take a short commercial break. We come back. It's going to be a Dirtfish Rally Report. And then a lot of shenanigans right here on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Back after this short break. USA News, I'm Richard Johnson. Please take this storm extremely seriously. President Biden in the Oval Office warning us all to stay in or take plenty of precautions when traveling as that bomb cyclone continues to blast so much of the USA. As for the science, here's meteorologist Greg Carbon at the National Weather Service. Low pressure system associated with the blizzard conditions that are expected to evolve across the Great Lakes is starting to intensify over eastern uh, portions of uh, Wisconsin. Now, this system will move into uh, Michigan and then into southern Canada over the next 24 hours. The snow and blizzard conditions in the Midwest and Northeast morph into just wind and bitter, bitter cold in the south. The storm's done its worst already in the Rockies, where Colorado's major east-west freeway is impassable. Interstate 70 eastbound from Silverthorne to the Eisenhower Tunnel currently closed. A number of semis have gotten stuck. Colorado Department of Transportation spokesman Bob Wilson on that stretch of I-70 about 60 miles west of Denver. Heavy tow trucks are on the scene. If today's your day for a holiday flight, good luck. This woman at Chicago's O'Hare tells CNN... She's optimistic. So far, so good for us. We came early enough to uh, hopefully make it, and, and uh, hopefully our plane will take off today before, and we'll get out and uh, get to Orlando to see our family. The website FlightAware counts nearly 1,700 flights canceled and about 2,500 delayed across the USA. No flights home for lawmakers yet. The Senate continues to work on that full-year spending bill. That means right now a long series of votes on amendments. Fallen crypto king Sam Bankman-Fried is set to make his first court appearance in New York today on charges he swindled investors and stole customers' money. And there's word from Brazil that the health of soccer legend Pele has worsened. His cancer's progressed, and he's fighting COVID. He was admitted to a Sao Paulo hospital yesterday. This is USA News. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you, or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Politics and weather are colliding on the southern border. The city of El Paso, Texas, is setting up temporary housing for thousands of migrants, preparing for the possible end of Title 42 and the plunging temperatures. The city's convention center has been turned into one huge bedroom. And as the Supreme Court weighs the future of Title 42, advocates for migrants are not happy 
about using a public health rule to deal with asylum seekers. This was easy to predict that people are going to start flooding it if we do not come up with the solutions and put those solutions in place. That's Monica Weisberg-Stewart with the Texas Border Coalition, which continues to call on lawmakers to take real action. This is a site we've seen way too many times. Our congressmen need to do something right now to fix this problem. There was a last-minute push to pass a bipartisan compromise on border policy, but it did not gain any traction. Title 42 uses COVID concerns as the reason for sending to Mexico asylum seekers while their cases are resolved. Blame COVID for a drop in life expectancy. The CDC says the average American life is now 76.4 years, the lowest it's been since 1996. And if you think our drug supply chain issue is a worry, consider China. Authorities there are rationing medicine down to the single pill. Some regions have limited the sale of OTC painkillers to six tablets per customer per week. Rich Johnson, USA News. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike says she is struggling with her place in the motorcycle community. Well, she says she hasn't peaked yet, but she's having a little epiphany, okay? Oh, that maybe life itself is the peak. Interesting. In my experience, I found that... So I just translate. Not allowed to have opinions. Got it. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. spent over 10 years on air shaping a generation of action motorsports and now we're changing the game again the best motorsports the best action sports and the best of pop culture with some epic guests thrown in i am jim beaver and this is the gentle tire jim beaver show with Brittany cardone grab the popcorn Welcome to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show, and uh, this is the first studio show we've done in actually a couple months. Been crazy, been on the road, done some stuff from the Off-Road Hall of Fame, what, Sand Sports Show, Crandon, Off-Road Expo, you name it, 
We've been there. We've done those shows. And uh, I am back in the studio today and doing a studio show. And I'm, I'm excited. Like, I love the live remote stuff. Thank you guys have been tuning in uh, online, uh, hopefully nationally as well. But, uh, you know, we've been killing it online. So, obviously, you guys are liking the live remotes. But when I do a studio show, I get to kind of branch off and talk about some current events, some of the other shenanigans, fun stuff that's going on. So, kind of this whole adventure lifestyle I live, misadventures, so you will. Uh, we've been... Uh, been killing it on that, but now it's time to uh, sit back in the studio and talk about some of the fun current events. Uh, so we're going to get into that today. But, and trust me, I, I've got all kinds of stuff to loop you in on. I was just in Hollywood this last week uh, at the Whiskey A Go-Go. Tons of stuff to talk about in regards to that. Um, gosh, I mean, Twitter, crypto, uh, we got some wild stuff happening in the world. Not only that, but um, crazy Formula One news. Um, I mean, Supercross, Off-Road, Baja 1000's happening right now. Literally, as we're recording this, the Baja 1000's going down. So we got that to talk about. And, you know, if all of that isn't enough today, we've got a guy that just won back-to-back NHRA championships, one of the baddest dudes to ever walk the planet in regards to drag racing, Mr. On Caps, my good friend, is on the show today and uh, we're going to throw down with a dude that goes 330 miles an hour for a living, and he's actually one of the best to do it. So super stoked to have Mr. Napa Ron Caps today as my guest right here on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. So, uh, yeah, we're going to take a short commercial break here. We're going to regroup. And, uh, man, when we come back, we are going to have Napa Ron Caps right here on the show with me on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. Don't go anywhere. This is going to be one hell of a ride today. General Tire delivers for whatever life brings your way. General Tire's Grabber X3 all-season mud terrain tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Conditions off the pavement are always changing. So why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. 
Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP Advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Thanks for listening to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on SiriusXM, on AMFM networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to JimBeaver15.com for all the details. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. Uh, joined on the line by my good friend Ron Capsu. Ron, I don't know if you could ride a, a crazier November than what you've had, man, but uh, I guess all is good right now in Ron Capsu's world. Yeah, Jim, I... You and I talked pretty much this time last year, I think, and I was going into team ownership kind of not knowing what was ahead of even, you know, to sort of navigate being a team owner and a driver. And you couldn't have scripted last year. I mean, to have the opportunity to go in as an owner, but to win a championship like we did last year in 2021 and knowing I was going to go into to being a team owner was kind of a, a cool thing that I, I don't think I could have ever imagined happening but then you take it a step further this year and to do it and win a world championship our first year as a team owner and go back to back um it's i mean i I couldn't even fathom having such a great year like we had this year or that final race in pomona even having that play out was pretty cool yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, I, I'm trying to think it was the end of last year, beginning of this year when we talked. But, it, you know, and you mentioned back-to-back, and I'm like, you know, last year was a, an amazing year for you guys. You know, and, and to go and then to switch to your own team, I mean, you know, it's one of those where you think, all right, this is going to take a year or two to get on our feet sometimes. But back-to-back, and I think you were the first driver in, in Funny Car in what, like 20 years to go back-to-back? And, I mean, to me, I guess everybody remembers the John Force years, you know, and I and not to – you know, say that we're still not, you know, John can't win or anything like that. But I'm like, there was that era there where it was like back to back to back. It was John Force all the time. But, man, first time in 20 years and with a new team, I mean, it's just – it's pretty wild, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, obviously, I grew up a huge John Force fan, so to get to race him as much as I do now is, is pretty cool. And he's one of my better friends. Um, yeah, that that – we just talked about that yesterday, me and the team about his dominance in those amount of years. And what's funny is my crew chief, you know, last year and this year, Dean Antonelli, we call him Guido. He worked on that John Force car for many years. He was a crew member. And that's kind of how we met when I first became a rookie and top fuel. I worked on the car as well as drove it. And I drove the, the 18 wheeler uh, Guido. And I met because, um, you know, I grew up working on him and he was a crew member of John Force's and, we met on the road and uh, I was driving for kind of a privateer owner at the time. And those guys took me out of their wing and, and we followed them around the country and they let me uh, kind of hang on to them and learned where to go to get the dry cleaning done and 
where to go eat and just places that they were experienced being, you know, the John Force team of that, that era. And that's a, how we start our, our friendship. And now look at us, we're a driver and owner, you know, I guess owner and crew chief now, but, um, you know, you fast forward that those were the days. I mean, John Force so dominant. So to do that first time in 20 years is, oh my gosh, every, I keep forgetting it. It, it hasn't even sunk in until you <laughs> mentioned it. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I, I kind of want to jump all, all over because you and I have talked a lot, of, and I want to get back to this year, but I, I want to kind of, you mentioned something. I kind of want to go back to the beginning because some people come into NHRA, you know, I don't want to say later in life, but you were born into drag racing. I mean, you've been around drag racing your entire life, but it's interesting to me where you talked about being on privateer teams. There's so many times in NHRA where I talk with people and, you know, they didn't start out as a driver. They started out working for a team and wrenching and things like that. And then the opportunity popped up to drive and it wasn't like they, they wanted to be a driver. They just didn't know how to get to that point. And it was a right place, right time and slowly kind of transitioned into being a driver and things like that. But your career, uh, you know, some people come into racing on their own, but I mean, you were kind of born into it, right? I mean, you I, you have been at the track since the time you can remember it, right? Yeah, my dad, we raced a little, I grew up in Central Coast of California, San Luis Obispo, and there was a dry strip in Santa Maria, and my dad, you know, every weekend we were there, whether my dad raced or he was helping somebody, and he was kind of the local guy everybody went to, you know, um, but he never did it professionally, so but that's the way I grew up. I didn't have a whole lot of money to bring like, you know, to, to buy a ride, I guess you'd say, or to, to bring a sponsor. So yeah, I worked on them growing up, but I was wanted to, I was waiting for that chance. And I was lucky because my dad growing up, you know, whether it was motorcycles or go-karts or whatever we did, we learned how to win um, on just hard work and, and making sure our equipment was good. We didn't have the big trailers and we didn't have the, the brand new, you know, cars and engines and things like that. So that, that stuck with me, um, you know, and as, as time went on, I learned more and more how to work on them and, and actually traveled on the road full time as a crew member on a top alcohol dragster. And, uh, that's where my, my, I guess that right, right place, right time, uh, where a guy I met in the staging lanes in Minnesota during an oil down and, um, I had a talk with him, didn't even know he owned a car. I thought he was just a mechanic on a dragster. And the next day he came back and said he enjoyed our conversation and asked if I'd want to get my license in his dragster. So that's, that's just how it started. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad I came up that way. There's a few drivers, Del Worsham's one of them, Larry Dixon's another one that came, um, and actually Robert Height, who I battled for the championship, sort of came up as a crew guy before he drove. So I, I wouldn't trade it for the world right now. Um, I think it's uh, it's really cool that I, some of my best friends at the track are still crew members and not other drivers. Well, it's funny you mentioned you know something didn't have the big collars and things like that. I laugh because I was like, there's got to be a point where, you know. I know me in my career, my dad was a blue collar racer and there's pictures of me at the track from the time I was one month old out, you know, in, in the dirt, you know, and stuff like that. My dad off road racing. And I remember I got my own program and had all the crew guys. And there came a point where we signed our first factory program and we had a little bit more money and I go, all right, we get, we get, we've got to bring hospitality in. And uh, I remember it was the first race and all of a sudden we got, you know, hospitality and we've got like a little bit of catering and all my guys are like, what, what is this? We're not eating out of ice chests anymore. And it was like, it was a shock to them, <laughs> but it was one of those i was kind of brought up the same way where you you had to earn your stripes and every cent you accounted for it you know it's like where are we going to spend this penny and stuff like that but there had to be a point in your career where it was kind of the same shocking it was like oh maybe i've kind of made it now right 
Yeah, my, my rookie year in top fuel, obviously we won uh, my rookie year at the Seattle race, which just didn't happen against, you know, the Kenny Bernsteins and some, Connie Colettas and, and all those teams that were out at the time. So that was that was big. Uh, Roger Prim, who you know the Prim name, obviously yeah. was off-roading, was the team owner of that car, and he ran it out of his pocket, basically. Um, so that, that sort of, that was my rookie year, but... From that point, Don Perdome called um, right at the tail end of that season and was watching me in that car and the way I carried myself and drove and did my interviews. And that was really the, the first time when I answered that phone call and that following year started driving for the snake, you know, and I, all of a sudden now you're at a fully funded team. You're, you know, complete backing from uh, manufacturers. Every Everything is is, is the best equipment, the best people. You're driving for one of the legendary people. Going to dinner with Mario Andretti and Richard Petty and things like that were like, that was my moment where I went, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm even sitting here right now, let alone driving for a guy like that. So, yeah, I remember those moments, man, where, you know, you think, wow, I might have made it. (laughs) This might be it. This might be it. Well, and, I mean, how is that? I mean, you you talked about Don the Snake Perdome and then obviously Don Schumacher. I mean, you've driven for two of the most iconic names in drag racing history. I mean, you know, how has that been just from a mentorship standpoint? I know you and and Don are still great friends, even though you're running your program, you know, on your own now and things like that. But, I mean, how has that been having those type of mentors and being around those guys, you know, throughout your career? It's been awesome. And, you know, they're two completely different people. And, yeah, Snake and I are still, we talk quite a bit. And, in fact, when I knew I was going to become um, an owner, he was one of the first people I called. And I I wanted to ask him if he wanted to come be involved at any point just to hang out even. Not financial, but just to get him back out to the races, being such a big name he is in our sport. Um, And he checks on me weekly, just on anything, business-wise, any questions, any help we need. so it's yeah, driving for those two has been you know like like you said they're two iconic names, and I'm very lucky. But even taking a step further, the crew chiefs that I've had have been like rock star, hero crew chiefs in the sport um, for me growing up, and that's probably been more more of a cooler thing if that's even possible of having Ed the Ace McCulloch and Roland the Hawaiian Leong. Um, Ron Tobler and just all these legendary people around the pit area that that I've been able to work with and yeah I couldn't I couldn't ever imagine as a kid you know driving for the guy that I played with his Hot Wheels you know <laughs> and built his models and stuff as a kid um you know Don Schumacher I had one of his models as well that I built as a kid so yeah very lucky where things ended up for me career-wise and we will be back with more with Ron Caps right after this on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 
That's 800-817-2968. Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187 Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Dig what you're hearing? Well, do us a favor. Head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and catch all of our back episodes. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show, catching up here with Ron Caps. Yeah, well, and it's funny because, you know, you mentioned the, the crew chiefs and things like that, and NHRAs, you know, it's one of those interesting things. I think there's a lot of other motorsport where, you know what I mean, you can have a, a car that might be a little bit less, but the driver can kind of, you know, take over. And NHRA is the weird one where you have to have a phenomenal driver such as yourself, but you've got to have a phenomenal crew chief as well. If there's one of the two parts are missing, your program just doesn't work. Um, you know, other motorsports, sometimes one can pick up the slack for the other, but I feel like NHRA, there's this synergy where the driver and the crew chief got to be one. And I feel like, you know, that that's – to me, that's it's what's so awesome about NHRA because it's as much on the crew as it is on the driver. Yeah, I, I just had this conversation yesterday. I've, I've talked about it before. Uh, our sport's unique, and you can relate, and your listeners can definitely relate because I've talked about where you know you could have a. I mean, you could take any example. I mean, Walker Evans and, and off-road trucks, and I've said Mario Andretti and IndyCar and Dale Earnhardt Sr. Maybe in NASCAR where. You could have a 10th place car. If you could say this is a 10th place car, those drivers could get in. Walker Evans could get in and take that truck and, and probably win, but for sure get a fifth, fourth, third, top five. Yeah. There's just certain drivers that can do that. In our sport of drag racing, these cars are set up, especially Nitro, top fuel and funny car. They are set up to go down that track. When it leaves the crew chief's hands and they start it, 
and that crew chief size, it is set up to run a, a run, whatever he put in that tune up, that it's going to go down straight in the groove and, and nothing go wrong. So the driver, I can't make that run any better. There's no way I can push the pedal any harder. I can't do anything other than do my best to keep it straight and leave on time and all that. But tune up wise, I can't make that car any better, but I can certainly make it worse. I can not leave on time. I could do a little longer burnout than I did before that changes the tune up. Um, I don't keep it straight, things like that. So it's, it's a weird phenomenon where I've gotten to do other, a lot of other racing. And, and that's the first thing I learned is our jobs in drag racing as a driver is just not to mess up. And, and, and it's, we don't have an apex we missed or a corner we missed or a jump we didn't hit just right that we can we can say, oh, man, okay, I, I can make it up next lap and make it better. We have to do everything perfect um, or we can make the car run worse. So it's quite a bit different, and I've learned that over the years. You just got to be a machine, basically, in these nitro cars is trying to do the same thing every time over and over and, and not give your crew chief something else that he's got to think about. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, though, the driver – I never, you know, I've been, you know, I've stood in the water box and things like that and watched the cars go down the strip, and it's amazing, but there was a video that you posted, and it might have been two years ago at this point, I can't remember, but it was something that was shot from the floorboard up, and it showed you for a run, and how much you were steering, and things like that, and I mean, you're going lock to lock, I'm going, this is wild, you watch you go down the strip, and it looks like you're going straight, I didn't realize how much driving was involved, you know, it, it was mind-blowing to me to see how much you were working the steering wheel and what your body was doing in the car to keep that thing going in a straight line. It it blows my mind how much driving is involved in NHRA because people on the outside looking in think, oh, the car just goes straight. They just hold it hold it to the floor. I'm like, no, you are so wrong. You know, it's it's pretty wild, Ron. I mean, you guys drive the hell out of these things. Yeah, top fuel dragster, you, you don't steer much. They're, they're so long and flexible and Honestly, you could drive with one hand, and, and there were times I just held on with a couple fingers, you know, just to not overdrive them. But the funny car is the just the most, you know, I've gotten to drive some pretty cool stuff. You know, USAC Midget, the Chili Bowl, and World Outlaws, and just a lot of cool cars. And there is nothing on the planet like a Nitro Funny Car. It is the most unpredictable 10, 11, 12,000 horsepower rocket ship, and you don't know what it's going to do. And so many times I'm in there wheeling away, sawing away at the wheel, and I'll have people at the starting line, just like you said, say, man, that was a straight run. You think, oh, my God. So it's fun, like Toyota putting the uh, the visor cam, and uh, I've run some of those HD camera glasses in my car. And like you said, we've had cameras looking back that actually show how much is going on in a funny car because it's – on top of that, you when you see that video, you see all the clutch dust that flies around, so it makes it harder to see you're steering this little butterfly steering wheel for your life just to keep it straight. So yeah, it's, uh, I love it. I, I mean, I've gotten back in a dragster a couple of times and it just seems so boring compared <laughs> to the funny car. So I, I think I kind of found my home. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely think you found your home after uh, the last couple of years you've had and the career you've had, but let's go back to talking about this finale. Cause uh, you know, you went in and obviously you hadn't been the points leader all year long. You went in, uh, you know, Robert Hyatt had had a phenomenal, phenomenal year. I think what something like eight wins this year. Uh, you might correct me if I'm wrong, but you go into that and, I don't know, Ron. This was about as nail-biter as one can be. You know, Height got eliminated early. You come in, uh, you know, 
You want to talk about being clutch. I mean, what was going through your mind that entire day as things started playing out? Because there's so many layers to this story. And I can only imagine the emotional roller coaster. Even up in after you had the points lead, you still didn't have the championship because you still had to run in the final round. And, I mean, take me through that day and what was going on with you because, I mean, this was this was as mental as racing gets. Yeah, you know, it really started the night before. Saturday night, the last qualifying session, we were the very last pair of cars. We were maybe sixth or seventh in qualifying order. Uh, conditions, the sun was going down on this historic Pomona track, and, and really conditions were about as perfect as they get for a crew chief. And um, my crew chief just leaned in and said, hang on, I'm throwing something at it, and I'm not sure it's going to stick, but just hang on and try to keep it straight. And we ended up going low ET track record all in one run. And it put us to number one. And, and that run actually put us less than two rounds uh, for the next day, race day under Robert Height. So in other words, prior to that, we would have had to go three rounds to beat him for a championship on Sunday. That that's probably not going to happen. I mean, three rounds means he'd have to go out first round. We'd have to almost win the race, which that's a great team. And they're probably not going to go out first round. So what that run did is it changed a lot of things. We also were seeing if we won, we were going to see him in the semifinals, which if we would have taken him out in the semifinals, we've won the race, we would have beat him. So still mathematically, I, I, I knew it was a long shot, but we had a chance. And first round went low ET of the all funny cars with a 3.85 second run at like 335. And so then I was like, okay, now we got something. So I knew it put the pressure on him, but when he went out second round in the quarterfinals, we had just won our quarterfinal run right in front of him. So that right away put us another another round closer. And so all we had to do was win that next round. So we did not have it easy. We had unbelievable people we had to race, but that semifinal run was uh, against Bob Tasca. It was so close. I didn't. I wasn't sure we won it, um, but then they threw another wrinkle, and they couldn't give me the trophy, even though we were ahead. When Robert lost, because there's a weird rule that if you cross the center line in the final round, um, we would have lost five points, and that would have cost us a championship. So people were expecting me to go out and just shut it off and coast down the track, which I probably should have. Um, I think it, I, as an owner, probably would have fired myself as the driver. <laughs> for doing what I did, but I, I figured no fans are sitting up there, and I'm going to run it down there as far as I can. And I I never saw Cruz Pedregon, so I ran it all the way to the finish line. I almost touched the wall, but it still ran an unbelievable run, and it was just kind of a clincher to a great weekend. Um, but to win it by three points is un, just unfathomable to, to think what we came back from and to do it like that in front of those great fans. Yeah, it was. It's exciting, and I, and I guess that's what this system, you know, the NHRA is, you know, put in. You know what I mean with the uh, with the way things work. Instead of just being all season long, you know, quote unquote, the playoffs, you know, and and we've had a lot of you know motorsports kind of go to this this type format, you know. But it, it really produces some great racing for the fans, and I think you know that's what we got this weekend. You know, it went down to the wire, and uh, man, it was uh, sitting at home. And you talked about that round with Tasca. I didn't know they said you won, but I watched the replay and I'm like, that's about as close as it gets. Cause you know, it, visually <laughs> when you guys were at the stripe, I could not tell, you know, until they called it for you. I was like, wow. Okay. Cause I, I didn't know <laughs> it was, it was close. Yeah. They man. had weird camera angles and my family said the same thing. And, and a lot of people watching at home, you couldn't physically tell watching the TV and in the car, you know, I can sort of hear, 
that other car out the window, believe it or not, when they're next to me. Um, and so you're just waiting to see this little light that's on the guardrail. And it means everything in the world as drivers because you're just looking for that light. And it's past the finish line. So when you hit the parachutes, you, you glance over and look for it. And my gosh, I've never seen anything in my life that made me feel better than that little light that was on at that moment. Yeah, that's that's as exciting as it gets. So, I mean, let's let's talk a little bit about the program. Obviously, you just have your first season. You're coming away with a championship. I mean, what's this off season look like? I mean, you know, we want to say off season, but I know, you know, we've got Thanksgiving coming up and things like that. You might take a week or two off, but I know it's, you know, nose to the grindstone. You guys got to get get cranking for next year. What's what's next year look like for you guys? Man, I you know, again, this is my first year of ownership, so I'm just trying to navigate things and Obviously, winning is great budget-wise, and, and and I always forget. I get so engrossed in the trophy and just winning. Um, it's kind of nice the week after you learn how much money you made <laughs> and the team made, and we're pretty strong on making sure our guys uh, do well when the car does well, and that was really important with uh, forming the new team. Um, so it's I know the guys, you know, they got a lot of lot of – new families some of our crew guys have babies and so it, it's important to, to make sure that they do well but for us man I, I just a little bit of holidays i'm i'm not even thinking vacation or anything so we're i can't wait to to buy some new parts and just the things we're going to get to do to get ready for next year but um you know i'm gonna head to pri show and do some stuff there head to indianapolis and um and then get through the holidays and start preparing. You know, next year is a pretty weird thing because we won't start the season at the Winter Nationals in Pomona. It's actually going to start in March at the Gator Nationals in Florida, and that will be the kickoff race. And then everything will come out west, and we'll do Phoenix, Pomona, and Vegas uh, as sort of a West Coast swing to start the year. So a pretty historic change for the start of an NHRA season, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Gator Nationals is such a huge race, so... Uh, I think it'll be cool to start the season that way. More on caps on the Jim Beaver Show after this. General Tire offers a wide variety of options that are designed to deliver for whatever life brings your way. Whether you have a truck, car, or SUV, General Tire delivers for whatever you drive. From the long-lasting all-season Altimax RT43 to the aggressive all-terrain Grabber ATX, General Tire covers on-road performance, off-road capability, and durability. General Tire delivers. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media. 
to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirkfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirkfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. Life is all about sound. The sound of sports. The sound of the racetrack. And the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Thanks for listening to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on Sirius XM, on AM FM networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to JimBeaver15.com for all the details. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. Uh, sitting here with Ron Caps. We're talking a little bit about the uh, 2023 NHRA calendar. Saw an HRA schedule come out, and I go, oh, this is kind of cool. This is something different. Sometimes different is good, and I think having that West Coast swing might actually save a few bucks, you know, with stuff going back and forth across the country and things like that. But, you know, talking about being, you know, a year one, uh, you know, owner slash driver, I mean, how was this year for you from a stress standpoint? I mean, you've always been highly involved with your programs, but this year, obviously, um, you know, being an owner driver, what what was the stress level compared to years previous when, you know, you mainly had to concentrate on driving? Last year was the worst, I thought, until I went through this year. When we went through the countdown last year, I had, I had known that I was going to venture out, um, starting with our Indianapolis race Labor Day, leading into our playoffs last year. Um, I had already knew that I was going to make the move. I told Don Schumacher I wasn't coming back as a driver. I wasn't even sure if I had a major sponsor or who was going with me, but we fought through the countdown with all that white noise in my head. Um, and I still can't believe some of the moments that we had to win the world championship with that going on and behind the scenes. And a lot of people didn't know the rumor got out, but nobody really knew until PRI after the season, we announced it for sure. Um, so I kind of got used to that stress, I think. And then this year uh, I made a couple mistakes early in the year and lost in hole shots, one of them to John Forrest, um, because I sat in the car and I started thinking about the business side of things uh, as a team owner, and I that was a major mistake, and it distracted me a little bit, and that cost me. So it was a fight for me to make sure that didn't happen again throughout the rest of the year. So I, 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 I'm not sure, you know, answering your question, I – I just feel like the stress level has just been sort of the same, which I've gotten used to. And I think it's natural. I mean, sure. Rick Hendrick and you go down the list, Roger Penske and all these guys, the fun 
fun part for me is talking to them about when they started in their career and their first team and, and what they went through. And it's such a parallel for me to hear that, that I'm not the only one that stressed out. And, you know, uh, having a team, it's, uh, there's a lot of things that you think about Monday through Friday, but when you got to get ready for the races as an owner and a driver, you definitely got to, you know, get that stuff out of your brain. So it's a work in progress. Um, obviously we did okay this year. (laughs) getting through it uh, but uh that was probably the hardest thing for me stress wise is just separating the two yeah well and uh you know let's talk a little bit about napa because i was looking at something and i think this year was your 15th year consecutive year with napa i believe but i started thinking about it ron and that's got to be one of the longest running motorsport sponsorships with a driver that it, currently that i can think of i mean they've been with you for a long time yeah, yeah. Um, and we had a sort of a new regime come in last year um, in in the motorsports area, but in, in that whole department. Actually, like three women came in from uh, from Coca-Cola and a lot of a lot of the teams, and a lot of the people weren't sure what was going to happen as any sponsor, any any sponsored, you know, racer, driver, whatever will will tell you when when there's new people come into a company. Um, you just don't know, you know, of course they sponsored Alexander Rossi and IndyCar and Chase Elliott, my teammate in NASCAR and, and, um, quite a few other teams, Brad Sweet and world outlaws. So, um, but the cool thing was, uh, the first time I flew to kept corporate headquarters, they, uh, they just raved about all, all the, uh, the good things that all the Napa store owners and the auto carriers across the country. And you're talking 6,000 plus stores that, that are owners that are people in their neighborhood that own these, they're not chains, they're not franchises so um they just bragged about all the the good stuff that came um what people were saying about me and our program and how much we uh, they loved us so that was a huge relief and um gosh it was so great to, to have that uh, right before pri last year to get that phone call from marty walsh who she took over at napa auto parts and kevin heron who's the president to tell me that they wanted to be on my car as a team owner, like they had, like I had been, and they wanted me to be the Napa guy. And as you know, to know that you're going to have the funding first of all, yeah. but to know you're going to have a sponsor like Napa that's going to continue on was, uh, man, I broke down. I, I, it was such an emotional moment. So, um, so happy. And then of course, Toyota came on board right after that, and that was another moment and that I'll never forget. That was just emotional for me to know that that people were taking a chance on me as a team owner in my first year. And, uh, yeah, Napa being a long running sponsor, it's been fantastic, but you know, I get up every morning trying to be better at representing them and what I can do better on the racetrack and off the racetrack. So it's been a great relationship and we got a few more years luckily with them. Well, I know off-season, uh, it was funny, I was in Hollywood uh, here a couple days ago and I had uh, dinner with uh, a couple of friends of mine, and one I know is a mutual friend of yours, but B.C. Vaught and Sid from Slipknot. And uh, Sid was uh, immediately, hey, did you see my boy Caps? And, uh, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I said, yeah, dude, I was watching it. We, it was just funny that, uh, you know, <laughs> it, you can be with some of the biggest rock stars in the world and it comes back to iRacing and things like that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when, yeah. <laughs> I just laugh because I'm like, I'm sitting here with, with Sid from Slipknot and we're talking about drag racing and we're talking about iRacing. Like, it's a conversation nobody would ever thought you would be talking about when you're, talk- when you're having dinner with Sid. But 
But um, I mean, what's, yeah. what, obviously, uh, iRacing is a big part of your life. I know uh, any chance you get, you're sitting on the sim. You let, you've been doing a lot of our events, stuff like that. So, uh, you know, any, any plans to get uh, behind the wheel a little bit, uh, you know, in the rig here coming up? Yeah, I got to do my updates. I've been gone for a few weeks, and boy, this year it it cut into my eye racing. So I'm I'm hoping this wintertime I can have some more fun, and I could almost write a book. And I'm sure you and a lot of people, when COVID happened, yeah. um, on our eye racing experiences, because it was weird to actually get paid by certain people to race and to do it on live TV during COVID. Um, it was insane to get up in the morning and actually have an itinerary of races I needed to get on and practice in different cars or off-road trucks or road race or whatever it was. Um, it was such a fun time. And we had a group of people and Sid from Slipknot's, one of them, um, of these people that would race together. And I, you know, you felt like you were bonding because we were on, on the sim so much, so much during COVID, um, God, it just, it was a lot of fun. I, I relish that. And I thank God that we had it through COVID. It would have driven me. Probably I would be divorced because it definitely saved my marriage because I could go out and get on the sim and just, uh, and have fun racing. And, and, uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to get on and hopefully I can get some more off-road truck racing. I know Cameron and all you guys have been watching some of your stuff and a little jealous. I can't get on. So, um, I'm looking forward to spending some time. Yeah, I'll get with you on the side. I know we're. Uh, I was just in meetings in New York with CBS Sports, and we're back on to have uh, uh, have the races on television and stuff like that. So I'll get with you on some time uh, on some timing. And I know we got Pastrana and those guys interested. And I think Sid's actually going to get into the off road trucks. He's going to do this next year. And you know, and he goes, "Well, I don't want to race against <laughs> all these guys. Ah, oh, we got caps in there and everything else." He goes, "So we get to talk trash." I go, "Yep." He goes, "I'm in." So. <laughs> I think oh, we got, yeah. I think we got a Sid, lot of trash talking. Yeah, we got Sid roped into the off-road trucks this year, so it should uh, should be fun. But one before we let you go, I wanted to ask. I mean, obviously, you'd mentioned you've been you know behind the wheel. You raced Chili Bowl, obviously. You know, did Outlaws. I mean, how did things? How did that? I mean, you grew up in drag racing circles. How did these other doors open, Ron? And how did you honestly? How did you learn to drive things other than a, on a other than a drag race car? How did those doors open? And I know, I mean, you're a very competent driver in just about anything. How did those doors start opening? I was such a huge fan. My dad, you know, I told you that a lot of people went to him to to help make their cars faster. It wasn't just drag racing. So where we grew up, we had Santa Maria had a, a circle track, a Tascadero at the time did, and we'd go to the central valley and my dad would build sprint car motors for people back in the day and we'd go help so i've always been a fan of whatever all types of racing but the the chances to get to drive really started when my career i'm obviously driving for snake i got to to uh you know when you drive for a guy like snake you get a lot of these doors that open but really it was hanging out cells and i would hang out with tony stewart a lot um and he, we would do these charity races sometimes in late models. And that, that started the relationship with Tony Stewart a long time ago, um, that I had, and I'd go run like I ran the chili bowl with him and Lasowski. Um, Kenny Schrader was my teammate, Josh Wise. Uh, and, and that started the, the dirt racing sort of passion on the side when I was doing that with Tony Stewart. And then he, he, the first year of the prelude to the dream, I got invited, which was people looked at him crazy for inviting a drag racer, but um, I got to run that every single year they had it, and that was a blast. And uh, and I, I thank Tony all the time because I would go practice during the season at other racetracks, smaller events, and we'd have a Ron Caps night at Hanford Speedway or wherever it might be, Bakersfield, and I'd get some time in the late model to practice for the Prelude. 
but it was such a blast. And then, you know, getting to run a, a world outlaw car a couple times, um, it just was being a fan that started it and really having, you know, Tony Stewart probably, probably helped get a lot of those doors open with other, other dirt racing and things. So once people kind of that kicked off the IROC people before IROC went away, I got to go test with them at Talladega and, and, um, and Chicagoland Speedway got to run around Jimmy Johnson and Castro Nevis and just some of these people I looked up to and I'm out there running in an IROC car with them and, Unfortunately, I rock, uh, went away, but I was looking forward to doing something like that. But, uh, yeah, just to answer your question, just a fan of, of that and just, you know, being at the right place, right time and getting a chance to jump in and was, was a dream. So yeah, it's, it, it was, uh, some great times. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned Tony Stewart, you know, and your friendship, but how big is it for NHRA to have that new blood come in with team ownership and, and that new influx of cash, you know, for the future of drag racing? Obviously, you've got your own team now. we got AB with his own team. But how important do you think that is and guys like Tony coming in and, and making that investment and you got you and AB starting your own teams for the future of NHRA? Yeah, it's huge. You know, years ago, obviously, Joe Gibbs was involved with drag racing, had the McDonald's teams, top fuel and funny car. Rick Ware, NASCAR guy, came in, who I just had a conversation with uh, at the awards banquet Monday night. And Tony Stewart, you know, it's been, you know, all those years of sales and I, and I was running his dirt races, and uh, we were always trying to get him into a, a to come over and just make a test run in one of our cars. And he looked at us like, there's no way I'm getting in a funny car. <laughs> well, I mean, fast forward, and our mutual friend, Don Perdome, actually set up Leah and Tony on a, a kind of a, not a blind date, I guess a blind date of sorts. And they ended up hooking up and getting married. So the the first time he came out to the drags, I, I uh, in fact, the other day at the stage lanes, I laughed because he never saw Tony with a smile on his face at any pit area, no matter what race it was. And he just seems so relaxed and he's enjoying uh, the NHRA side of things. And, you know, obviously the fans don't get close to the NASCAR drivers at those races. So you never see that interaction, and I think it took him a while to get used to fans being around him. And our fans are so respectful; they give you your space when they think you need it. And and I think he's really really taken to it, and he's enjoyed it. And obviously, getting in a top fuel dragster and making the runs that he's gotten to make, and um, it's fun to see him and enjoying this part of life. And uh, you know, he's still a badass, and he's still a hell of a competitor. And um, yeah, I, I'm just happy for him to uh, to finally get a chance to, to try what we've been bragging about, and that is blast down the quarter mile in three seconds at over 330 miles an hour. And Boy, he had a smile on his face the first time he did it. I'll never forget it. Yeah, and I know what Travis Pastrana recently has gone out and uh, tried to get his his license, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I just laugh because I'm like, man, I feel like NHRA is in such a great spot right now, and uh, you know it's healthier than ever. You mentioned the fans, and the fans are amazing. I just, uh, I think it's definitely a great time to be uh, involved with drag racing in the NHRA. Yeah, Travis, I have a feeling he's going to come back. He. <laughs> He didn't get to make all the runs, and you could tell when he left and he was done for the day, he was like, okay, I, I didn't, first of all, he didn't conquer it like I, I, yeah. he's used to doing. He's so good at what he does every time he jumps in something. He's a lot like smoke. Um, but you could tell he got the bug and had had no idea something could catapult him that, that, that quick and that fast. And I don't think we've seen the end of uh, Pastrana in drag racing I have a good feeling he's going to come back. And I called out Tony Stewart the other night in my <laughs> banquet 
uh, at the award ceremony. And I just said, Hey, you, you don't, you're not a dragster guy. <laughs> you don't look like a dragster guy. You look like a funny car guy. And so <laughs> I told him, uh, that he needed to get in a funny car and get out of one of those dragsters. And then afterwards him and I, we, uh, we had a talk and, uh, so hopefully he's going to jump into a funny car next season and jump in Hagen's and make some runs. And then I'm excited to see what he really thinks because it's night and day between a dragster and a funny car. That's awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Ron, we're up against a time break, my friend, but uh, I appreciate you taking the time. We will definitely keep you in the loop on all things iRacing, and uh, you enjoy the holiday and uh, your championship, buddy. You got it, man. Thanks for having me. And we'll be back with more right here on the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show right after this. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Dig what you're hearing? Well, do us a favor. Head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and catch all of our back episodes.
Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show and just wrap it up with an entire hour's worth of interview with one of the baddest drag racers on the planet, Mr. Ron Caps. What a story. What a career. What a year. Uh, what a fun interview, man. Thank you to Mr. Ron Caps for the, for that. And um, we are uh, we're going to move into hour number two here. But uh, yeah, I, NHRA, I'm stoked on their calendar. And, you know, right at the close, you talked about it. Tony Stewart, uh, you know, new owner in NHRA. Antron Brown, new owner in NHRA. Been around for years, obviously. Ron Caps, same thing. And, you know, that's a big step to go from driver to team owner. Because now all of a sudden you're assuming all the debt, all the expenses, everything. You're just not a paid driver. You're... You're assuming a lot, and uh, it, it is a tough, tough transition, um, and uh, a lot of people don't care for the stress, don't care to make it. Uh, they just want to sit back and drive, and uh, you know, props are on Caps for stepping out on a limb, doing it, uh, betting on himself, and he bet, uh, and he doubled down, and he won, and you got to love somebody that bets on themselves. I'm always a fan of people like that, and I am a massive fan of Ron Caps. Um, so, uh, but NHRA, man, talk about a, a series that's doing big things, bringing in interest, sponsors, drivers, killing it on social media. Man, NHRA is in full swing. It is back. It is better than ever. Not that it ever went anywhere, uh, but I got to tell you, you want to talk about motorsport series with momentum that I would invest in? Man, NHRA right now, it is uh, It is where it's at. It is the cool kid on the block and uh, excited for next year, that's for sure, especially their new calendar. But going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back after this right here on the General Tire, Jim Beaver Show. Hang tight. 